This is College Dame Day, a podcast for college football fans, hosted by three sisters who recap last week's games, talk about upcoming matchups, and find some time to trash talk the teams they don't like. Let's join Megan, Amy, and Laura as they break the huddle and kick off this week's episode. Hey everybody, hopefully we've had a few days to recover from the disappointment of the Nebraska game this week. I wish I could start this podcast off cheerier, but don't have a lot of uh, positivity (laughs) this week. Uh, What about you guys? Well, if you had told us that somebody was going to get their field goal blocked before the game, I would have thought it was us, and it wasn't. We were one for one from the field goal line. No, he made two. Or two. 100%. 100%, 100%, exactly. Okay, that is that is positive. Right yes. It also sounds like Amy's has some leftover snacks from the weekend. So did did you guys do um, employ the strategy of snacks and then watching the game later after you already knew what happened? I did not, but okay. now I'm feeling like maybe I should have because mm-hmm. maybe we do better when I'm not watching. <laughs> I, I tried to. I was at work, and then you texted me, Laura. And said, oh, my gosh, I called it interception. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't. I can't. My curiosity just, like, ran rampant after that. And so I got on my phone at work. I started watching my YouTube TV app. And then my coworker was like, oh, hey, let's get it on the screens, like, all around us with the sound. And I was like, no, no, no. But, like, he had already gone up and, like, (laughs) so then it was like I couldn't get away from it because, like, the sound was up. It was on, like, TVs all across the room. It's, like, it's like connected. So it's, like, four TVs. It's, like, one in front of me, two to the side, one behind me. And I, I couldn't get away from it then. And at that point, I wished I had not started watching. Because let me tell you, I wasn't getting a whole lot done. And the people that I was dealing to were getting frustrated. Because I kept saying, hold on one second. <laughs> you're like hold them you're like no no no, hold on (laughs) I was like let me watch this play and no they were good sports they were like watching too but like I don't know (laughs) well stellar employee uh good job there (laughs) Megan what about you well I mean I was watching it because like Amy said you had texted about the interception so I flipped over to the game kind of got sucked in I kind of went back and forth between this game and I'm trying to remember what the other game I was watching. So whenever it would get really intense, I would kind of go over to the other game, but I really thought we had this one. Like we were the better team in my opinion. Like if you just watched us play, I was like, we should have won that game, but our special teams and I will say our offense is just so, so bad. It's so hard to watch. That was frustrating to me. I thought we looked better in the second half on offense. I didn't really, because anytime it's a big moment, when you are in overtime, what's the one thing you can't do? Throw an interception. What does Adrian do? Throws an interception. Like when you have two minutes at the end of the game to try to win it and you're doing a two minute offense, what's the one thing you can't do? Take a sack. What does Adrian do? Takes a sack. I'm just like that kind of inexperience and bad decision making drives me up the wall. I was getting so frustrated. I don't like, I don't like when you have the ball and you have a little bit of time left. I don't like just waiting to go to overtime. I don't like that at all. Like, well, I don't like it when your offense mm-hmm. sucks because yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, like, you can't do anything about that. <laughs> we could try. Okay? 
Like throw the ball downfield. Maybe you get a good catch. You dance dance out of bounds. Then then at that point though, there would have been no pressure on Connor Culp because it was like tied. It's like go out there, do your thing. He actually does better at like the weird long shots. Um, yeah. So I'm like, give him a shot. I don't like what we did. How we just like accepted overtime and went. No, I don't either. I don't either, but we had to because we wasted like 25 seconds because Adrian took a sack. Throw the ball away. That's what you do. And like, he's an experienced quarterback. He's not a freshman. Like he should know this. And that's what's so frustrating to me. It's just like the mental breakdown. Well, I will say I did call because as soon as Michigan State got the ball in their drive, the announcer was like, now remember, he has not thrown an interception and like or turned it over. And so, many, and I, and, and so I turned to Michael, I'm like, he's going to throw it on the first drive. And sure enough, that's why I got yeah. excited there. Um, I will say, though, I do agree. I can't remember who mentioned it, but we were definitely the better team. We had way more total yards, way more passing yards, higher yeah. passing efficiency, more rushing yards, more yards per play. Our first downs were double theirs. Our fourth down efficiency was two for two. They were 0 for 1. Um, and then we had two turnovers to their one. So mm-hmm. we were 100% the better team. Nothing in the second half. Absolutely nothing. They had 14 total yards of offense in the second half and zero first downs. 15 plays, yeah. 14 yards of yeah. offense. That's less than a yard per play. Like yeah. they, yeah. Our defense... Our defense is not the problem. Our defense is good. It's really good. Our offense is really bad. And our special teams is a disaster. So special teams is absolutely a disaster. I mean, they like they exploited that. Like they knew our weakness and they went after it. And I'm like, why are we not doing this to other teams? You know, why are we not having a game plan that exploits their weaknesses? Because I don't feel like that's what I'm seeing. Yeah, well, and and kind of I think the game plan for Nebraska is like you just got to hang around because if you wait long enough, Nebraska will beat themselves. Either yes. turnovers, penalties, dumb plays. I literally think that's a game plan for Nebraska. Just hang around, wait for them to make a mistake. You guys don't have to play that well. They'll beat themselves, and let's just go win that game that way. That's how it always works out. Um, I have not had a chance. Has anyone looked into that fair catch thing yet? Says Laura. Um, I feel like that's directed to me. So, no, I have not. Okay, because, like, when I watched the play live, it looked like they stopped. Like, it re- like it looked odd. Like, the play, I'm like, what are they doing? Like, I don't know. Like, it looked odd to me what happened. And When like Michigan State ran received the- our punts and ran it back for a touchdown, yes. you're saying that As play I, looked like, odd. They- well, like they were all going for the other guy. I was like, were they fooled about why? Why would they think that guy was catching if there's two men back there? Like, did they just not see the other guy? But that would make complete sense if he was like signaling a fair catch because then they think he's catching it, and you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, what's the rule that you were Is that wondering any, about? Any player, obviously on their team, signals uh-huh. the fair catch. No one can advance it, even if that the player that signaled the fair catch isn't the one that catches the ball. Okay. So it's like, it's, it's a lot, like it's legal to do the fair catch and not catch it so that it goes behind you into the end zone. You know what I mean? Cause you're mm-hmm. not advancing it, but you right. can't signal a fair catch. Somebody else on mm-hmm. your team catches it and advances it. Okay. So. so we're wondering one, is that a rule? And then two, is there any well, evidence that rule. Michigan state did that? 
Yeah, because yeah. I couldn't see it on my when I was rewatching it, but perhaps it was like off camera, so someone was there, or if there's a different angle that anyone has. Because it it did the play looked very odd to me. It didn't mm-hmm. just look like oh we all got be he outkick coverage. Mm-hmm. It looked like they didn't see the guy and were caught off guard. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Either way, not great. <laughs> Yes. I mean, Michigan State's two, like, touchdowns were a trick play, a flea flicker, and then that punt return. Like, uh, yes. so, so frustrating. Um, so I told you guys a couple weeks ago, I think, about the grades for the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And um, so do you guys want to take a stab at our highest score? They're rated uh, by a neutral third party for their mm-hmm. run coverage and their pass coverage. Um, mm-hmm. who, what do you think our highest score was? Wait, I'm going to say 67. Well, judging by the way your voice sounds and how you're talking and everything, I'm going to guess it wasn't great. And I'm going to say like um, 53. Okay. Our highest grade average, again, between the run and the pass was a 61. That was the highest. Then someone scored a 51, a 45, a 40, and a 27.2. Keep in mind, again, the expectation's an 80. So we have nobody on our team that can do it. And we have one player whose pass protection for Martinez scored a zero, a zero. That means I could have been on the field playing and scored just as high, yes. legitimately. Like, I don't think we appreciate. I throw in, a, like, a sneaky little chop block that they don't see. And I maybe could do better than some of those guys. Because I can, exactly. like, pinch. I can pinch and tickle. And I can do all kinds of things. <laughs> And I could give him more time. But I did see that Scott Frost said that, like, it's open season for offensive line. Because, like, I didn't realize how many freshmen were on that line. Like, it is a very young line, which obviously is understandable. But he was, like, basically, like, anyone that can show up and um, do a good job in practice is going to be, like, starting next week. Like, he said it's open season mm-hmm. or something. Like any So, which I think that's good. So, maybe some hungry. I do, too. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes sense why like the left tackle is like the most paid person in the NFL. I mean, obviously, besides your like franchise quarterbacks, because it's you've got to have a line, like you have to have yeah. some protection. Yeah. Also, fun little stat: every single one of them except one got a false start penalty. So there's that too. Not only, not only were they not helping us gain yardage, they were actively helping us subtract yardage. Yeah. I don't understand how the center gets called for false starting. <laughs> whoa, like, whoa, I, whoa! <laughs> I'm falling yeah. over. Yeah, it's like, like I wasn't ready. But here's the thing: you just hike, hike the ball before yeah. you do it because well, but you're, then you're then you're risking like fumbling, which is worse than you know a few yards and penalty. Like I don't know. Not if you're <laughs> wait, like wait, crap. What's the snap count? Wait, guys, what? Ah! All the count out as you're like I don't know. I just uh, yeah. It's, it's come on, you're. Yeah, so, it's frustrating to watch. Very frustrating. We that was a game that we needed to steal and we should have yeah. won. So yes, we were better <sighs> than Michigan State. We should have won that game. That's the those are the ones that it's just heartbreaking to watch. It's like Oklahoma last week. We were all like, oh wow, we only lost by seven points. You know what I mean? Because we didn't expect to beat Oklahoma. But Michigan State, come on. Yeah. And we lost our like streak against them too oh. yeah <sighs> all right well 
Are we ready to move on? Yeah, let's let's distract okay. ourselves. From okay. That. Okay. Well, a team that did worse in the Big Ten than us yes. against another yes, ranked exactly. opponent. Let's transition to that. Um, Notre okay. Dame versus Wisconsin. I will say all of us missed this game. And yeah. I will also say the score is more deceiving than mm-hmm. how the game actually played out. I thought this was a very good game. Like it, it mm-hmm. up until the end. And and I kept seeing like Notre Dame made a statement today. They made like, no, they didn't. Like they were supposed to win. They were ranked like six spots higher. I yeah. don't I literally don't understand how like because Wisconsin is unranked now, right? They like lost their ranking. They I'm should, sure. yeah. They have this week. I don't know if they had last week going into the game, but for sure they're not ranked this week. But like, I don't understand that. They're not supposed to yeah. win. Right. I think um, the only statement was how bad Graham Mertz was. I think that was the <laughs> statement that was made. But overall, I thought both teams looked like they were trying to give the game away. You know, it was it, not exactly. like, oh, this is a good game because they're two really good teams. It's like, this is a good game because neither team can capitalize on the other team's mistakes. You know what I mean? They're just like going back and forth, trading, you know, bad play for bad play or whatever. Um, and then at the end, Graham Mertz completely imploded and just started really meltdown. Apparently, <laughs> I know he was like, wait, which team am I playing with? I, I don't know. So that like, is Jack like, Cohn switch teams. So I can switch teams, right? I He's like, I think I would like to switch too. So yeah. anyway, because yeah, like I think it was what 30 some points were scored in the fourth quarter by Notre Dame. And most of them were like in the last five minutes. Yeah, they scored 31 points. Also, so um, here's the big stat difference. Notre Dame had no, I guess why I should say Jack Cohn had no interceptions to Graham Mertz four. Very generous yeah. on his end. Yes. Well, he also left the game, Jack Cohn did, so. That's yeah. true. Very, like. But, I mean, yeah, also but- Pine or Pin or whatever his name is also didn't throw any for Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yep. Yeah, sad, pathetic showing there. I don't I know. know if Notre Dame's as good as everyone thinks they are I don't still. They but uh, are. they did talk up Chip Kelly passing Newt Rockney, so he did get they that did. Uh, W. Yes, they did. <sighs> to an SEC showdown, we have Texas A&M versus Arkansas. Megan, you must be very pleased with this outcome. <laughs> Can you give I me am. a pig suey? <laughs> I, I cannot. But give me your I Dana Altman pig suey. <laughs> My best Dana Altman um, exit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I didn't watch too much of this game, to be honest. Um, okay. I, I think yeah. Arkansas pretty much led almost the whole time, but I, I didn't watch they too did. much of it. Yeah, they did. It it looked like, a, I think in the third quarter, or maybe it was at the end of the first half, Texas A&M kind of made a run for it. They pulled within three points, I think. Or maybe it was a touchdown. I don't remember. And you're kind of like, ooh, this is going to get really good. And then Arkansas just kind of drove the the final nail in the coffin and it was over yeah so all right sneaky arkansas yeah yeah we'll uh, have to keep our eye out for them they are still or i should say they are now ranked um number eight so mm-hmm. big jump for them yeah um to the big 12 we had iowa state and baylor um i will say sorry for the last game the arkansas game we all picked the winner for the iowa state baylor game i Woohoo! Triumph got this one right. Um, Baylor snuck out the win, thirty-one twenty-nine. Poor I Iowa State in the dark horse. I think it's gone. <laughs> yeah, dark horse no more. That was that was last season. They were the dark horse. I know, but people were saying that this year oh. too. 
they're like the perennial dark horse. <laughs> like that's yeah, they're just, just like um, Iowa State. Um, so Laura, I'm interested to know why you picked Baylor because I didn't see that coming and you obviously did. So well, I'm not going to say it was a complete luck guess. I will say Michael from the beginning said that they're like going to be a four loss team this season. So I figured meh, I'll gamble on this one and Mm -hmm. take Baylor. So there wasn't too much thought behind it, but I I figured it was worth it. And I believe Baylor was playing at home. So I took them. Okay. Gotcha. Um, the next game, UCLA and Stanford, um, Megan, you got this one. I will say Amy and I took Stanford, UCLA won. They needed a win too. I mean, Chip Kelly's kind of on the hot seat, 35, 24. And because it was pac 12, I definitely did not stay up to watch it, but <laughs> Amy, you're our mountain time girl. Did you watch? Um, no, I did not. I was <laughs> at work. So I, I've trying. heard that's not a precursor, though, to not watching. <laughs> yeah. Right. No, but at that point, I didn't want to see any more football. I literally, yeah. like, grabbed the remote and pushed mute and <laughs> didn't look through the cards at all, everyone at the table. I literally, I literally pouted the rest of the night. I'm not even kidding. People <laughs> were, like, joking with me, and I, like, they could, like, sense my mood, and then people just, like, slinked away. <laughs> <laughs> Again, stellar employee performance. <laughs> yes, yes. happy. <laughs> Uh, classic. Um, so yeah, I will still say I pretty much have no idea what's going on in the Pac-12 besides Oregon looking good. So uh, I don't know. Their games need to be earlier. Come on, people. I can't stay up that late. I will also say, um, in addition to uh, Baylor, for talking about Baylor, they are number twenty-one. So they are now on the ranking. Yeah. Um, so overall, we were tied in terms of um, picking for games, but Megan, you are the winner this week because you had the closest Nebraska score. So that was our tiebreaker. Alrighty. So I picked a handful of uh, matchups that are upcoming. Um, this one will be interesting. I think it. I think it's actually going to be a blowout, but I'd like to be surprised and have it be a close game. Number eight, Arkansas is taking on number two, Georgia. I really think Georgia is going to come out and make a statement. So. I mean, their defense is tough. I'm, I'm going to say Georgia, and I'm going to say they're going to beat the spread, which I'll have to look what that is. But how good is Georgia really? Like, who have they played? Yeah, I think Georgia is overrated like they always are, and I think that they've just kind of, like, won some games, not because they're better this year, but because other teams are weaker. And I feel like they might pull the win out, but it's not. they're not going to cover. Like, it's going to be a close a close mm-hmm. one. You know Arkansas, know you guys. They beat Murray State. Okay. Oh, okay. You know Arkansas is going to get up to play them. They're like riding their momentum of like beating some ranked teams and like they've sucked in the past, so they're excited to not suck anymore and they're going to try their best, you know. I just think Arkansas had a tougher schedule so far, and so I think this could really surprise Georgia. This might be their first actual real test um okay so well, that makes me because they beat texas m last week i think georgia's gonna be more ready than mm-hmm. would have if that hadn't happened i think it's gonna be a close one i think it will be close and i think it'll be very low scoring because neither team has a great offense um so i'll pick arkansas i'll pick the upset okay amy well that sucks um I got you said side- you thought georgia would win but not cover that's what you said already okay well i'll just pick georgia then because but i don't want to cheer for them is the thing 
because yeah. I don't want them to win, but I don't, I'm not really like an Arkansas fan either. So like Arkansas is going to get really big for their britches. They're kind of already annoying me too. So I'm just like, I don't know. Um, okay. Well, I'll say Georgia into a novel. Say, I'll say Georgia in a close one. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Um, next game up is number seven, Cincy versus number nine, Notre Dame. What what kind of world do we live in that Cincy is ranked seventh? I mean, they look pretty good, <laughs> but it's Cincy. It's like strange. I agree, but I, I don't like, think it's undeserved. Yeah, I'm I mean, I'm telling you, this is the year, really, the year of the breakthrough for all those unknown teams. I mean, they started last year, but this is the year: Coastal Carolina, BYU, Cincy. It's because COVID entered our world. <laughs> you can lay everything on that. Well, I'm going to take Cincy because I want to cheer for them. So I'm going to pick Cincy. Yeah, I don't really know that I can cheer for Norvin. Well, I 100% can't. And so I'm picking Cincinnati. So <laughs> that's an easy one for me. I suppose I'll pick them too. Okay. Amy, also sounds like you've taken a sleeping pill at the beginning of this because you were thinking around me. You're fading fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, this one, I have a feeling we all might pick the same one, but I wanted to throw it in. It's the Big 12 matchup. 21 Baylor um, taking on number 19 Oklahoma State. So, I see you. I'll take OSU being Oklahoma State. Yeah, I mean, how can we pick against Oklahoma State? Luke mm-hmm. has been kind of like really a Debbie Downer in the group chats about Nebraska lately. And <laughs> to fray my nerves a little bit. So... All right, Amy's taking Baylor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All righty. Well, that'll make it a different pick. So I'll put you down for that. Um, last one is 14 Michigan versus Wisconsin. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with Michigan. I feel like they're untested, but Wisconsin is tested and they're terrible. So <laughs> yeah. I'd rather go with the unknown of Michigan at this point because I really don't trust Wisconsin. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to take Michigan. Amy, Amy has completely fallen asleep. <laughs> I have fallen asleep. It's just so boring when we all pick the same thing. Like We have two games with two different picks. Do you <laughs> want Wisconsin? I don't because... Then <laughs> why would one of us want it? <laughs> yeah. But, but here's the thing, though. Like, I really don't think Wisconsin's defense is that bad. Okay. It's like the story of Nebraska, but they have a really bad quarterback. Maybe they could switch us some of their offensive line players. We'll give them ours. And then they keep their quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I want Graham Mertz. <laughs> uh, okay, I mean, I guess I'll pick Michigan, but I don't think Wisconsin's that bad. Okay. I think they just kind of fell apart in the fourth quarter. Like, they were playing Notre Dame Mm -hmm. the whole game tight. Like, it was just a series of errors that, like, was led to a momentum shift and then, like, couldn't recover from it. So, I don't know. Anyway, picking Michigan. All right. Well, maybe it'll be a close game. We'll see. Um. And then looking forward to, and when I say forward, I mean forward in the week, not necessarily looking forward to it. Um, Nebraska versus Northwestern, another night game, which I hate, absolutely hate. Um, 
but I do, I do think that Nebraska can win this game, and this is like a must win for us. So, oh my gosh, if we oh. lose to Northwestern, I might have to stop watching for the rest of the season. I'm not exaggerating. Yes, Northwestern is terrible. Stop watching. Like, oh my gosh, you are not going to. I we're gonna blow them out. Okay. okay. We'll be better. We're I like better. that, Amy. I like, like it. We're going to blow them out, and then we are going to just, like, make Pat Fitzgerald retire, and then... <laughs> okay. Okay. Keep going. That's all I okay. got. Okay. I just, okay. Well, I like it. I like the confidence. Uh, you said blow them out. So, what, what, are you, what are you thinking we can do? I say 43-7. Whoa. Okay. You've never scored in it, but I like it. I like I, it. I'm going yeah, a little bit more conservative than that, but Megan, what do you got? Okay. I'm going to say 27-14. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to change my score. I'm going to give our defense a little bit more credit. I'm going to say 31-10. I'm going to say our offense, offense clicks a little bit more. Bets hopefully will come back and play. I thought mm-hmm. our offense actually looked pretty decent in the second half before kind of the closing minutes when we didn't even try, and then we stalled well, in overtime. The problem, too, not to go back to it, but the way we were playing, Scott was trying to eat the clock up and run, 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 and that's not how we were beating them. We were beating them through the air, and that's how yeah. we needed to keep doing. And I get it. If you have an incomplete pass, it, like, stops the clock, and that's not what we wanted. But, like, we had to get first downs, and, like, yard, like we, the clock shouldn't have been the number one priority anyway. Mm-hmm. So. I, I agree. So... Fingers crossed. I feel, I do feel more confident about this one than I did Michigan State. So, mm-hmm. like I said, we need this win. Everybody in Husker Nation, do you like your wind dance, cross your fingers, whatever football special luck ritual that you have? Do it. And we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to College Dame Day. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on your favorite podcasting app. Also hit us up. We are at College Dame Day on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us again next week for more college football content. Shout out to Eugene. He's you guys' biggest fan. Thank you, Kaylee. Oh, okay. Well, where is his oh, post? Okay. Where yeah. is his post? Okay, I'll post one. He's he's too big to fit in his Husker jersey anymore. He's gained a few pounds since castration. Aren't we all? Could mittens wear it, maybe? Um, maybe. Maybe like a crop top. Mittens is pretty long. Um, oh, okay.